Hey, boss bitches. So one of the fun things about being a boss bitch is taking risks and trying new things and sometimes failing. So this episode, we attempted to do an Instagram live while recording the podcast, except I forgot to hit record. (laughs) So I mean, to be fair, you didn't miss all that much. It was just a way for us to reach our listeners and find out what you want. So check out the episode and let us know your deepest desires within reason. Well, we didn't say anything all that exciting. I just talked about the QAnon convention that I experienced up in New Hampshire this weekend. I'm not being totally serious, but at the bar where I was hanging out, there were the the slogan. Rachel's new at this. Yes. Thanks, Stephen. Yes. um, I I am new at this. Yes. Not new to podcasting, new to doing IG Live and recording the podcast at the same time. It's kind of you know, like, you know, this this thing, right? You know, it's it's a little bit of everything. You have to be a fucking tech engineer now. Yeah. Everyone has cool. to be a tech engineer. It's yeah. fine. Here we are. Here we are. Here we and are. Doing this, it imperfectly this, and still doing it. So yeah. there the we go. Static sound went away. So hey, go figure. No, we were just talking about uh, the, the dating apps and uh, yeah, switching it to your local setting. Well, yeah, Field does it automatically. So I, cool. I, do, I will have a date with a prospective lover like 20 years in the making. <gasps> and let me tell you, he is uh, still pretty hot. So Ooh, I am looking forward to that. Fun. No, I'm definitely, he's still as hot as I had remembered. Oh my and God, I, love that. I love that he, I love that he saw me. And even though I have a different name on my profile. Yeah. You do? I have a different name. I love but, that. Yeah. Cause you know, when you set up, when you set up your account for field, it says in the thing, imaginary name it does so it like suggests that you put in a fake name oh so i have hot. a different name i don't think i Should have I my real name, name on any my name? you could you know my name? yeah it's it's bella <gasps> bella i would have guessed mossy shire but you know <laughs> that's um that's rachel's lord of the ring name for her pussy Mossy Shire. It is um, because I do occasionally have sex with a wizard, and um, as one does. Now I have demons in my Mossy Shire, but um, <laughs> but he does have a magic wand, so it's worth it. You know, <laughs> we love it. We love to see it. <laughs> oh my god! So- I I, lo- I love to see it as well. Ooh. Yes. I did get a message today on on field that said, "Holy moly, tit factory." And I said, classy. And then, <laughs> and then I disconnected. Yes. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. It literally says on my account that I appreciate intelligence and humor. Uh, I don't find that to be funny. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you noticed the old man at the show the other night that thought he was funny. Was Were, were you there? Yes. Remember he came up? Yes. 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 Yeah, so you were smart enough to walk away. Um, I'm sorry. Did I abandon you? You did. You did. (laughs) I'm sorry. I was like, gotta go. This guy's gonna Uh, ask for a spot. Um, yeah, I'm surprised he didn't. He was like, oh yeah, the club's gonna put me up for five minutes. What do you guys think? And I was like, I don't know the fuck you are. No, bro. Like, um, yeah. And so he, uh, he then was like, 
yeah, you know, I was on a date with an older woman and, uh, you know, she, she- Older than you? Was she dead? Like, <laughs> this man was ancient. He was I mean, pretty bless, ancient, bless. but he thought he was pretty hot. He did. Uh, he, yeah, he was uh, walking around with an obnoxious swagger, not a hot swagger, mm-hmm. an obnoxious swagger, and thought he was hilarious. And then- talked about something. She, she said, oh, I have a question for you. And he said, what? And he said, uh, she said, do you know where the clitoris is? And he said, in the back of your throat. Oh, yeah. You can show yourself out, sir. And so, you know, I giggled because it's so terrible. Like it was a reflexive giggle. <laughs> so then so he bad. thinks it's he's funny. funny. No. Right. It's so bad. It's kind of funny. And had it come out of anyone else's mouth, I would have been like, that's ridiculous. That's kind of funny. So then, he, of course, he now thinks he has the freedom and flexibility oh. to run all his terrible jokes on me. And then oh. I stop laughing, right? And he goes, did you go to college? And I said, yeah, actually, I did. And he's like, because that one went over your head. And I said, no, actually, it didn't. You're just bombing. <laughs> I Give said, it to him straight, Rach. Well, no, it just you. Did I? funny. Did I go that? to college? Yeah, no, I understand your joke. Oh. But let me let me know when you're going to be funny, and then I'll continue listening. Oh, and my then, God. And I was just like, I was like, yeah, dude. I was like, you know what? If you're funny, I'll laugh. Otherwise, you're just annoying me right now. And he goes, I'm sorry. What's your name? I was like, Rachel. He's like, oh, it's <gasps> a beautiful name. Almost as beautiful as you. And I was like, I got to go. I got to go. Fuck off, old I gotta white go. guy. Honestly, fuck off, old white guy. Like, I'm so... No. No more. All right. Well, maybe maybe we should cut the live. This has been fun, folks. Fun Um, times, guys. Um, Again, feel free to DM Boss Bitch Show, you know, myself or Kirsten, if you have any questions. I can also put it in the chat ski oh yeah yeah put it in the chat ski um Um, you know for the two people we have watching us um (laughs) yeah that's great hey we tried it um where can i find the boss bitch show well we are every second thursday at the comedy shop on bleaker street in new york city you can find all that information on either of our profiles or the boss bitch show uh, we yeah. also have the Boss Bitch Show podcast on Spotify, Apple, wherever you listen to podcasts, anywhere that you stream. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, live show every second Thursday of the month. And we put out the podcast every first and third Thursday of the month. Lit. No matter what. And it drives us crazy, but we love it. Yes. Or <laughs> DM us personally. Yeah, yeah. Feel free. Shoot us messages, questions, burning desires within reason. I'm proud of us for that. You know, we tried it. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, depending on where this, how this recording gets cut, uh, we attempted to go on IG live folks. If you are a regular listener, please, um, comment on our podcast episodes. Let us know who you would like us to interview, uh, topics you would like us to cover. If you have any questions or suggestions of how we can make it better, we're all ears. You can contact us through through Anchor, through Spotify. There are some parts of producing a podcast that I'm like, I don't know how that works. And I don't know if I'll ever know how that works. Maybe someday. I mean, I think we do all right, all things considered. I mean, a lot yeah. of people pay, some, pay someone else to do what we do ourselves. 
Certainly. So I feel Certainly. pretty I feel pretty good about it. No, I feel great about what we're doing and what we accomplished. I do think there's some blind spots that I certainly have. <laughs> like, wait, how does that work? <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know if there's a comment section and the Apple. I Maybe don't Spotify. I don't, Spotify, you can comment and I actually set it up in that way. But I can oh, cool. I only have control over Spotify because we use Anchor, which has now changed its name to Spotify Podcast, just to confuse everyone. Oh, great. Um, yeah. No, but it's it's okay. They're trying to give more stuff to us, apparently. Hopefully. That's cool. I'm down with Getting that. more content out, and there's ways to connect merch, apparently. So we'll talk well, about great. that. Well, oh. great. This is an interesting yeah. question. This is an interesting thing that I actually wanted to talk to you about. I saw your post, yeah. Okay. I saw your post. So, so for the listeners, you know, what was it? Yes, Yesterday, two days ago, the Silicon Valley Bank? Went under to the tent, yeah. I think, and you know, obviously, a lot of their bread and butter is is tech companies, and one of their biggest clients is Etsy. And yep. Etsy, a lot of people make their income like that is their whole job on Etsy. And like for the yeah. first time, I can say like, oh, thank God that wasn't a huge part of our business model <laughs> because they did not get paid this past yeah. week. Yeah, or. Yeah, or they're not sure what's happening. So well, they didn't yeah. get their checks. They're on like a it, it's on a schedule, and they were supposed to get paid. Oh, they were wow. supposed to get paid like yesterday or something, and no one got paid. Ooh. So if we had had sales for our Etsy shop, yes. we wouldn't have gotten the money, which really wow. fucking sucks because we. I mean, anyone the means like the production, like we pay printful to create our stuff. Right. So we would have been charged for the order, but never paid for the order. <laughs> yeah. It's a good, it's a good time. Sounds good. Yep. Mm. Wild. <laughs> yeah. It's, well, um, I go, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I, I hope it all works out and that everyone, you know, comes out unscathed. Yeah. I mean, know. the, the, I mean, the feds are saying that they were going to, um, they were going to send money for like the uninsured accounts, people who like had uninsured accounts and they were going to cover the balances for that to at least get those paid out. And then another okay. company on, I mean, it's just funny because I don't, you know, in the 2008 crash, I was 24 years old. I mean, I didn't know my head for my asshole. Like I really did not know, like I really didn't feel like the full, you know, repercussion of the 2008 crash. But like, this is, it's very interesting this time around because there's just real things that are happening. Like Obey, which is that um, website that I use that Dorian teaches on for like the fitness classes and stuff. Oh, they, yeah. u- they use that bank. And they wow. posted, they posted on their Instagram that they weren't going to be able to do payroll and that they needed like their community to help and like uh, send money so that they can uh, pay their trainers. Like what a fucking shit show. <laughs> That's so crazy. Well, not to give a ton of credit to the people. Yeah. This is this is actually why they invented Bitcoin. Yes. It's this kind of shit that is why it was invented. Now, again, I'm not a crypto bitch. But yeah. this is what it was intended for because 
the organizations of banks uh, are not infallible at all. No. And this is what happens from deregulation. Huge companies and banks and corporations will not regulate themselves. It is the government's job to regulate them. And that's exactly why we had the fucking, you know, train crashes. And like, that's because of regulation. (laughs) I mean, Mm. yeah. Mm. So Mm. this is a direct result of deregulation from America. America. America, everybody. So it's interesting. Uh, Yeah, I was having a funny conversation the other day with my friend who's a set dresser. Oh. Yeah. He said that he finds it really funny because he, you know, he's now part of the union. Mm. But it it turns out that a lot of his colleagues are Trump supporters and like very intense Republicans. And he's like, wow, it's fascinating to me that they don't understand that they are part of a union, which by nature, it's like a socialist concept. Yes. And that the entire Republican Party is anti-union, like completely anti-union. Like, (laughs) yep. It's so funny. I mean, that was like when Sarah Silverman had her show, America, I Love You. One of my favorite episodes was she went down to Louisiana. And this was like during Trump's, you know, administration. And God, she's just so good at like really trying to connect and understand people despite, you know, not having the same ideals or beliefs because she really gets to a point where it's like, no, we do have the same ideals. And she was talking to them about their health insurance. She was like, oh, so you have, you have health insurance. And and they were like, oh yeah, you know, we, we got it, you know, a few years ago, you know, when Obama was president and she's like, you know, that that's Obamacare, right? That's what that is. Like your healthcare is Obamacare. Like that's what they're two in the same thing. <laughs> and they like, couldn't could like, could not compute. And we're like, no, no, no. It's like, no, that like, you're benefiting from <laughs> a program that was great. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, that's, it's like literally every conversation that Walter has yes. where it's like, it starts off like, let's ask you some questions about yes. your basic stuff, yeah. about your basic beliefs, about, healthcare, about, um, you know, just, uh, civil rights, you know, your, your pure, like your existence, you know, even the way you get to, to vote and, and do all the things. Right. Um, Yeah. If you, and they usually just talk in circles because they just, unfortunately, and I hate to generalize, but the majority are just regurgitating sound bites from Fox news. They're not fact checking and they're not really educating themselves on, what's actually happening, what like they're the, talking me- about. the mechanisms. Mm-hmm. And it's like, by no means is the Democratic Party flawless. But, you know, it's like, at least we have a sense of what's going on, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I look, I people could run circles around me that are like heavily involved in politics. Sure, um, same. But, you know, I, I definitely stay aware. Yeah, enough to have like an intelligent conversation about these things. Yeah. Yeah, if anyone uh, wants to know what she was referring to, we had an episode with Walter Masterson, who, <laughs> pardon the pun, is a master at <laughs> at talking to uh, Trumpers at rallies and sort of um, infiltrating that world. And God, he does a really good job of it. It's yeah, incredible. I mean, he 
I don't know if he started it with the intention of being a political satirist. No. Um, I don't think he did. I mean, he is an actor and he does consider himself a comedian, but I think he was just kind of like trying to get out there and trying to you yeah. know, get in people's heads and see what they were thinking and, you yeah. know, see if he could derive some content about it, you know, just like, you know, th- throwing the spaghetti against the wall. And then yeah. they just gave well, was, him the content. Yeah. And that I think he talks about it specifically on our episode where he was like the moment where he realized that because he was wearing an American flag shirt, that this woman just like assumed that he was conservative. And she was like, well, I can talk to you. And it was like, ding, 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 ding. Like the light bulb just went off in his head of, mm. wow, that's that's all I got to do, huh? And isn't it amazing that the American flag is now Co-opted. something very different than what I it know. used to be? Yeah. yeah. And it, that literally, like if I go home to visit my parents, there's a street that you can drive down and every 30 feet, there's an American flag for about a mile. And I've never felt that uncomfortable driving down that street in my whole life. Because it means but something I knew what it different. Meant. It means something completely yeah. different now than it did when we were kids. Like when I was a yeah. kid... Like, yeah, you would, if you had a flagpole thing on your house, you would have an American, like we had a flagpole with an American flag in our yard. It did not mean that for our house, but it definitely means, is representative of conservatism now. Like it's been so co-opted. I've, I've had this conversation with, um, my cousin Richard who lives in Colorado and, you know, his dad, my dad's brother his dad jack was you know in the korean war was in the vietnam war and like i have tons of family that have been in service my brother is in you know in the guard my dad was in the korean war like the american flag meant something very important to our family and it meant service and like my dad used to, you know, he would always, he was such an old school guy. I mean, the guy was born in fucking 1920, you know, and he would say, you know, God, country, family. That was the order. God, country, family. Like to him, to his generation, wow. you know? Yeah. And yeah. it's so sad that it has been co-opted in such a way that mm-hmm. it doesn't represent all Americans anymore. No. I mean, like, both I would of never my grandfathers. Wear yeah, that had like an American. No, flag. yeah, no, I know. I mean, I, I've joked around, like you know, wearing a an American flag bikini wouldn't even feel right to me. And I, um, I used to have one. I'm sure you did. It's you know, cute. It's very Daytona Beach of you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, spring break, baby. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, both of my grandfathers were in wars. My my dad was was drafted. He was at West Point. You know, both of my grandpas had American flags when they were buried, you know, as as Mm -hmm. a representation of their service. Mm -hmm. You know, my grandpa, my mom's dad had a purple heart. He was in the army, uh, I think, World War II, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And my grandpa, my my dad's dad was um, in the Navy, you know, uh, which is probably what he died because um, he had lung cancer. So it's probably Ooh. asbestos. Thanks for that. Yeah. You know, but anyway, the, everyone yeah. was all proud of their service and, and happy to serve. Um, 
Or I don't know if my dad was happy to serve. Well, it did was it. just like, it, but he did it. You know, it was yes. like it was like it was your duty. It was it your was duty you as an American to serve. You know, he didn't. He wasn't trying to. Uh, what's the word when you escape the draft? Uh yeah, I forget what the word is. But <laughs> yeah, you know, like wow. um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that's just so like the ironies are just so hysterical. Like they really are. They really, 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 really funny. are. Yeah. Even the diner we had breakfast in today had a photo of Trump, but they also <laughs> had a photo. But right above it, they had a photo of of Obama. So I was like, "All right, they're okay. trying." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, we'll take it, diner. We will take what we can get. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah, it was an experience. It was an experience. Well, yeah. you know, and it's like <sighs> so. I was saying before I went on this like. TikTok rabbit hole about like Silicon Valley mm. Bank. And then I sort of got into this um, housing TikTok where this guy who's on like the West Coast near like Portland and he just walks around his neighborhood and he posts about the dropping housing prices and like, which is totally not what is uh, sort of in like the general. Um, media right now of like housing prices, but like, and he has, he has had like housing developers threaten to sue him because he's basically saying like the market is, it's going to burst like, cause no one can afford these housing prices and it's all public information. I mean, this is all from like Zillow and street easy. And he has like said that on his TikToks. He's like, this is public information. This is like, anyone can look this up. I'm just and then it sort of brings in the conversation of how the government is trying to shut down TikTok. And like, mm. because we have this free communication that's happening and they're trying to say that like, oh, you know, it's run by China and that could be dangerous for us. Really? Any more fucking dangerous than Facebook was when Russia completely co-opted it during our elections? Give me a fucking break. No one is worried about TikTok. I mean, and sure, are there things that maybe we should worry about with TikTok? Yeah, but any more than the other social media platforms? I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's funny because like with the with the housing market, it makes me think about it, it almost is probably occurring for people like insider trading, but it's not because like you said, it's public information. Yes. But it's having the same effect of someone sharing information about the stock market. Well, that it's seems like, like yeah, they're public, basically you know? like, he's basically saying like, this market is going to tank. Like it is actively tanking and like yeah. the bubble is going to burst, you know? I mean, the housing prices are insane. Like I know people that are like trying to move right now in New York and it's so crazy. Like I even, I was curious well, and, and then, I looked up the pricing and the interest rates are high, so that's that's right. you get double slammed. Yeah, that's why. So it's like this is all yeah. contributing to like a fucking financial crisis that like people can't they can't afford to rent, but they also can't afford to buy because the interest rates are too high. And then all of these mm -hmm. huge companies are buying up land and buying up property and buying up buildings and driving up the housing prices, keeping yeah. it and keeping a lot of them vacant on purpose to drive up the housing prices and no money is coming. Well, 
in. And the way that things are set up, it's easier for a corporation to, to claim a loss. Declare a loss. We're, mm, we're there so you fucked. Have it. <laughs> we're so the boss bitch show. Just explained the entire uh, recession to everyone. Yes. And you missed my primer on the Instagram live because I wasn't hitting record, but I, I also explained the bond market as well. Uh- she did. She did. <laughs> You'll have to go to Instagram for that. But um, Indeed. Oh, my goodness. Let's talk about dating again. Um- <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I had a very interesting conversation about that with my therapist today. So, Oh, yeah. would you like to share? Sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, it just, uh, shop is closed. Shop is closed and like not necessarily on purpose. It's just that, and I was telling her and I'm like, I don't know what to attribute this phenomenon to. And I've talked to a lot of people about it, but I'm just not attracted to anyone. I don't find anyone attractive. Like I well, literally haven't met anyone that I was physically attracted to you to in like a, y- maybe years. I mean, it's let so me tell weird. you, it's yeah. it's not all that weird. I think you okay. and I are experiencing a very similar thing. Okay. Um, I think you've just sort of stepped away. Yes. And I've sort of dug in. Yes. Um, but I think our overall outcome is <laughs> not that different. I mean. <laughs> It's kind of the same. LOL. I mean, I mean, I might be having more sex. I mean, I am having more sex than you, but but my overall experience is not that different from yours in the sense that because I was wondering for myself too, and I've been chatting about it with friends as well, mm-hmm. where it's like I'm not really that attracted to people, right? I got yeah. all excited when I went on Field, right? Uh-huh. Because I was like, ooh, this is an app where people are mature and they're having, you know, very open-minded yeah, conversations about- you said you had that about- great conversation with that guy, like forever. Yeah, yeah. And like people are talking about their proclivities and what they're into and they're open into a more uh, modern relationship model. And a lot of people do say like, look, I- I'm here for the journey and I really would love to find a primary partner, but this is where we are right now, which is very mm. much where I feel, you know? Mm. And so I'm like, oh, great. This is a- a- like Reed said, like, th- this is my species. This is my tribe. This is exciting, right? Yes. And then I go on these dates, right? And let me tell you, the metronome in my pants didn't go off at all. You know, it just, nothing well, moved. You know, and I like think- Like not a single thing. Yeah. And you know, I think it's interesting too, because, you know, both of us are such witches and sense energy so clearly. Mm. The energy's not right. I'm not, I'm not- It's um, not. It's not like energy. Like mm. we're not, we're not calibrating. Like the, it's not there. Yeah. Yeah. And I immediately feel it. And I feel like I also, like this sounds crazy and I I think I've said it to you before, but I sense it in pictures. I can look at a fucking picture and be like, no, it can be a handsome guy. It can be like a very good looking guy. And I'm like, no, no. I I did it with my friend Kat the last time we were together when we uh, celebrated our birthdays in Spain. Mm -hmm. She was like, I think you can read faces. And I was like, yeah, I can. And she was Absolutely. like, come on, let's, let's. And she showed me pictures of guys she had already dated. Right. <gasps> and, and was like, and I looked at one guy's face and I was like, he has a lot of pain. He hasn't worked it out yet. And she was like, oh my God, yeah. you're right. And then this one, I was like, 
oh, he looks like he's fun in bed, but he's like emotionally disconnected. And she was like, what? And I just kept like, yeah, like reading it. I mean, because we're very intuitive, right? I mean, even when I used to give Reiki sessions, I would get, you know, sort of downloads and I'll be like, Mm -hmm. okay, this is not me. This is a spirit guide or this is Mm -hmm. this person's higher self or whatever. They just, however it is, however you want to interpret it, this is what they need to hear in this moment. And I'm, I'm the channel. I'm the vessel. Yes. And and it and I think you're right. I think it does happen. And I think as we get older, we're also very clear about who we are, what we want, what feeds us, what doesn't feed us. Mm. And, you know, and that's all part of the energy thing, but it's, you know, contextualizing it, I guess. And yeah, I mean, you know, like I've gone with uh, you know, people I dated in the past, and it it's, you know, I'm a different person, you mm. know. Um, things are just different. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's okay, you yeah. know? And, uh, yeah. So now I'm at a point where I I've distilled it down to a former lover who gives me amazing conversation and laughter and we have the best time and the sex is decent. And then we have the wizard who gives pretty mediocre conversation. Mm. I mean, the conversation is interesting, but he doesn't give a shit about what I have to say. I'm just listening oh, to him. Oh, but the, but the sex is, yeah, fireworks. Like wow, yeah, which is unusual because I normally do need the intellectual connection, but in this case, we just have dumb <sighs> chemistry. Yeah, and I he th- and he is intelligent, but he does not mm-hmm. make me laugh at all. Not even a little bit. No, that's so interesting. Yeah, I've definitely yeah. had incredible sex with some terrible people. <laughs> I mean, it's true. I've had I know. I've, I've had incredible sex with mediocre people. It's like those are and I think that I am at a point I'm at a point in my life definitely physically that I don't think that works anymore. Like kind of what you're saying about like none of the bells go off where you're yeah. like, "Oh, we might, you know, like there is a mind-body connection thing that like all of the pieces have to fit now. Like it won't, yeah, nothing and, happens if they're not all there. It just doesn't. Yeah. And that's also why I'm not trying to see the wizard like every day. You right. know, I see him like once in a blue and yeah, eventually it might fizzle. Um, I definitely don't want to date him and he definitely has not shown me that he's even a viable candidate for that kind right. of interaction. Yeah. I don't have any desire to date either of them, you know, and, uh, yeah, yeah, it, it fit, it fulfills a need, you know, once a week, once every mm-hmm. couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, you know, whatever, here I am living life and yeah, she's got yeah. an appetite folks. You know, she needs oh, I, you know <laughs> R- Rusty talked about it, man. She, she warned me. <sighs> she was like the next 10 years, Rustamova, my hot gynecologist. Oh yes. Yes. She was like, girl, for the next 10 years, your hormones are going to be all over the place. Wow. And she's she's not wrong. So wow. I have I have days where I'm like, ew, uh, mm. everyone get away from me. And mm. then I have other days where I want to hump everything. Wow. And then I do and I don't necessarily because again, like you said, I yeah, then sure. I go, I meet the people and I'm like, ugh. Oh, yeah. Or like, you know, like all these 27 year olds are coming out of the woodwork and I so appreciate it. And a lot of them yeah. are like, you know, old soul and, and very sweet and sincere. But like one of them, like we kissed and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, 
why are people bad? Like we need to teach a workshop on kissing. We're going to have a kissing workshop. That's the next boss bitch endeavor. <laughs> I think that's a good idea. I think we should, maybe we should link up with Kenneth and he can talk about squirting and we can talk about kissing. I mean, true. There you have it. Oh, I've got to have a good kisser. We've got to have a good make out, you know? Like, oh yeah. I just, you know, the, yeah. the, the, the conversationalist that the sex is like really decent. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually like morphed his mouth to my mouth because I really didn't like the way he kissed. And I just sort of morphed his mouth to. <laughs> oh, it's so, it's just so disappointing when it happens. Um, but he got better. He got better. I mean, he tried. It's funny. Like, let's say we kissed for like 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. He did try like twice in the 20 minutes to do his old like. Oh, uh, he has uh, weird uh, fucking uh, uh, tongue jamming. Uh, tongue, tongue dance. Tongue dance, Tommy and tongue dance. Please don't be a tonguey dancer, folks. We don't need that. Really don't need that. In sheets lane. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, so I told my therapist. I was like, it's just not in the cards right now. Like I just, and I was saying, I was like, you know what? For like an average person, like I am like out a decent amount. Like we have our show once a month, you know, I do like try to go out to dinner or go out to friends, you know, like out with friends and stuff. And I just don't, it just doesn't happen. So, um, if well, there's I anyone, do oh, sorry. I was just <laughs> no, going to say, I'm if, sorry. There's, if there's anyone Please. who secretly listens to our podcast and is in love with me and they're really hot. Uh, six foot two, two twenty, and um, they've just been hiding. This is your green light. This is your green wow. light. To this uh, is a message going to our listeners. If you are <laughs> six two, two twenty, if you're hot and you've been wanting to experience Kirsten O'Brien, hey. now's the time. Now's the to time to step it up. Yeah, the I lines hope you're are in open. <laughs> as long as you're oh, in yeah. therapy. Yeah, I don't think we care as much about the 6'2 and the 220 as are you self-aware? Yeah. Are you uh, mentally and emotionally intelligent? Yeah. Um, do you have a decent sense of humor? And I think just, you know, for the record, because I, I don't think everybody knows this. When a comedian says, are you funny? We don't mean we want you to tell us jokes. We don't mean it's a competition. We just want to like laugh with you. We want to yeah. have the woody banter. We want to have the flirting. We want to have fun. You yeah, know? please we just don't wanna... do a type five. Please don't no, do a type no. five. No, so don't feel obligated and don't be like, oh, I'm not funny. It's not about that. It's just like, have a little wit. Have right. a little wit. Have a little charm. You and know? I, you know, and I feel like people, A lighthearted nature. Right. And then I feel like people that either are in the industry or adjacent to the industry get that, you know, or like they people do. that are com confident. Like if you're really confident, you understand the concept of like, you're a comedian, I'm not a comedian, but I have a good sense of humor. And that's how we yeah. communicate. It's like, I don't go on dates with doctors and I'm like, I'm so bad at surgery. Like, well, of course I am. I'm not a fucking doctor, you know? But do I have like, do I have some awareness about the body because I'm a dancer? Yes. And we can probably have a fun conversation about that. 
Totally. You know, yeah. like, I mean, how can I connect? Yeah, this weekend. I mean, granted, yes, two of us are comedians. And then, uh, you know, the rest of them were like, you know, former musical theater peeps. But we laughed so much. And it mm-hmm. wasn't about like, you know, landing the tight five. It was just like, you know, no. being silly and, you know, razzing each other in, in a playful way, yeah. in a loving way. And, oh, yeah. my God, I played Catan. <gasps> I've never played that. I'm what officially about? I'm officially a fucking nerd. It's happened. What? I mean, I've always been a nerd, but it, now it's official. Now Is I get Catan my Catan like Dungeons and Dragons. What's Catan? No, Catan, Settlers of Catan. It's oh god, it's uh oh, I was like so resistant to it and now I'm like I kind of want to play again. Uh I, I because it's new to me. If there are people listening and I don't do this right, don't get mad. Um it's essentially it's a strategy game. It's a strategy game and you, there's a whole ton of rules, but essentially there's different cards and you want to settle. I mean, I was laughing because I was like, this is a white people's game because we're (laughs) basic. This is colonialism. colonialism. This is colonialism. It's fucking colonialism. But essentially you roll the dice and you get to move around the board and create settlements and cities and roads and then if you do certain things, it then awards you things and then certain things get you points and then the person with the most points wins. Fun. But it takes like hours to play, especially if you're playing with a bunch of people that like know the game well. Oh, wow. That sounds so, fun. I love board games. Yeah, it was great. It was great. Now I'm like, okay, <sighs> one more That's thing. Fun. That's fun. <laughs> no, I mean, fun. I'm a big, when it comes to board games, you know I love catchphrase. Have we ever played oh, catchphrase catch together? I love. We have not. <gasps> we um. I used to have. It's so funny. I I had like a version of catchphrase that I bought in Fire Island. I was so excited. I bought it at a yard sale for uh-huh. like twenty five cents. But yeah, I think the batteries like melted inside of it. It was so. Old. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened to mine. Mine is like melted. Yeah, I'm sure we could game. buy it. I mean. Th- but yeah, I'm sure we could find it for like the phone, right? They probably Oh, well, they have, have like, like a- the phone version, which is like the flip. Yeah. But I like the console right. because like it it's is the fun. throwing of the console that's so fun where like people try to get it rid of fun. it like, right before it goes off. Yeah. It's so fun. It's I like love hot that potato. game. I love that game. What's the other game that I really like? Oh, we played it. It's another phone game. I think we played it together. The Sensate one. Oh, my God. <laughs> Girl. Do you remember that? <laughs> that fucking – I think we were on drugs though and it was really um, hard because it's a hard game. I think we were drunk and we played it with Jen. <laughs> oh, man. That game is so hard. So it's a three-person game. Guys, you can look it up and it's so I think we so got very difficult. angry at one point. <laughs> yes. Everyone gets very angry playing that game. Everyone fights. Like, I've played it with Justin and Judah and, like, everyone, like, got in a fight. It was so – yeah, it's – everyone gets in a fight with this game because it's really hard until you get past a couple levels and you sort of understand because it repeats itself after a while. Right. It's essentially – it's kind of like telling people to see without seeing. It's very ableist. But you – yeah. All of the games are fucked. Because oh, one person the, the, can't hear, right? One person can't hear, one person can't see, and then one person can't speak. Right. So. And you're all trying to communicate and mm-hmm. get the task done. Right. Which essentially could be considered team building or it could be considered a way to break up a friendship. Um, 
It's hard. It's hard. And I remember like <laughs> the first time I played it, Justin and Judah got it. Like, like I am the type of person where like someone tries to explain the rules to a card game and I black out. Like I just cannot. Mm-hmm. I just, I just mm-hmm. like glaze over. And they, so they understood the game before I did. So I was just making yeah. us lose like every round. <laughs> They were they were getting so frustrated with me, and I was like, "I'm so sorry, guys. I really don't know what's going on. I have no idea. Oh yeah, no. My face last night. (laughs) Me and my friend Mal, we were both like, "Ugh, we don't want to play this." And they're like, "Come on, guys, just do it. You're gonna like it." We were like, "Fine." And then my friend Jason, of course, it couldn't just like give like a simplified version of the rules. He had to give like the detailed and then the strategy. And eventually I just, I stopped him and I said, listen, stop talking. Let's just play the fucking game and I'll figure it out as we go. And Mel was like, yes. And it was great. It was fine. Yeah, it was fine. And he didn't shut up the entire game, which we, which also was hilarious, you know, and also, um, yeah, we, we had it. We had a good. We had a giggle. Wow. Yeah. The, apparently the slogan of, of Catan is like breaking up friendship since 1987 or something. Oh my God. That's funny. <laughs> that's funny. Um, I love games uh, though. I love a good game. That's like, it's like my favorite. Like if you're, I, if you're just like on vacation did I tell with you? friends, so fun. Oh yeah. It's great. I love yeah. it. It's like old school fun. Yeah. Um, did I tell you that I had gone on a date about a month ago with a guy who owns a Dungeons and Dragons? Yes, I think it was like, in one of your stand-up jokes. Space. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. And that ended up if you're being re- exactly what you thought yeah. it was. <laughs> Turns out yeah. he's not very mature. If you're, <laughs> if you're that into it, then you're that into it. Yeah, you know that was like all yeah, of my yeah. past boyfriends who had like toy figurines. Well. <laughs> Yeah, I've had multiple. Oh, like a GI Joe, like, like little figurines. Like they collected like little, like toy figurines, like Hummels <laughs> for boys. Yes, children's toys, but they were like they're collectibles, and I was like, you know, you're yeah, oh, you know, wow. and I remember. Well, I mean, you know, I was in college, but I remember like our last huge fight with my college boyfriend. And I was like hammered, of course. Like we got in like a huge fight and I, uh, he had like a table where they were all like set up like in his room. And I just went over and and cleared the table. (laughs) Yeah. And then, you know, he, he ripped down my door and I had to call the police. So like, you know, different. We both did things, but he definitely was worse. So, wow. Yeah, yeah. he was real mad. He was real mad that I uh, disrupted Toyland. You destroyed his world. I wow. Destroyed his toy wow. world. And well, I'm it's, so it's, glad I did it. Oh my god, that must have been so satisfying. It was, um, and a bunch of them broke, and I just like, <gasps> fucking clean sweeped it. Oh I was my like, god. fuck you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, Have I you mean, talked about that in therapy? <laughs> you know, I haven't, and I probably should. 
And and what and I like listen, I do like was it the right thing to do? No, but what precipitated it was I'm sure. I wanted to like go out with friends that were like friends came over to drink and they were going out and he didn't want to go out and I was like, "Well, I do want to go out, so I'm going to go with them." And he we had all been drinking heavily, Florida State University. Oof. And um and he grabbed me by the arm to keep me from going. Nope. And I fell. And I was like, oh, you're fucked. Yeah. Uh, and then no. everyone left, and then I went and destroyed Toyland. Well, I mean, no one grabs us. No. No. No, don't no. do that. Um, because that's called assault. That's what, right. That's what yeah. made me break up with Gabe. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. We were uh, – I never told you this story? I don't know. They, I don't remember that specifically. Uh, it was Halloween. I was dressed as Trinity. He was dressed as Neo. Amazing. We, bo- we both looked really hot. I was wearing a vinyl bodysuit. He was wearing like, a, you know, all trench coat. He had the, the the Neo glasses. I mean, we looked hot. So like all the men were flirting with me. All the women were flirting with him. I was okay with it. I mean, we had hot. we had done all sorts of things. I watched his, I, I watched him have sex with one of my close friends when we first started dating because I wanted to see what his ass looked like when he fucked. Ooh, hot. So obviously you guys were like, you know, open sort of, to yeah. fun. Yeah. But as as the relationship wore on and things got more serious, we then tried to have a threesome with his best friend who was so hot. He was a model. Ooh. And he freaked out. He did not. As men usually do. That's my favorite response. When I had a guy reach out to me recently, I, don't, I think I told you this, but he was he's like the musical theater guy that I used to fuck. Mm-hmm. So he was out to drinks with a showgirl friend of mine. And like, he didn't know that we knew each other and somehow it came up and he was like, Oh my God, I'm, I'm at drinks with your friend. So-and-so. And I was like, Oh my God, cool, cool. Tell her I say hi. And he was like, immediately, do you like threesomes? And I was like, with men, radio silence. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they they want their fantasy, but our fantasy is not okay. Fuck. Well, I will say I'll give that to Field. I, it does seem like the men are more open to that kind of situation, but they're not, getting there. Also, not that I'm so keen to try that with strangers, honestly. Like, no, and and also for me, like been there, done that. Like, yeah. Know, so I had what happened? First... So you, so you yeah. guys, so, so anyway, freaked so, out. Oh yeah, so you know, like you said, also lots of alcohol involved, but mm-hmm. um. I mean, it was a great night. Like, we had had hot sex in the bathroom while my Ooh. friend watched, like, dressed as Trinity and Neo. Come on. Like, oh. But, you know, when he drank too much Makers, he got a little jealous. He got a little angry. And this was back in the day of point and shoot cameras. And there was a guy wearing, like, a pleather outfit. And we thought it would be fun to take a picture together because we were wearing similar garb. And as we were waiting for someone to, I guess, focus the camera or whatever or get the shot, we were sort of dancing together. I mean, I wasn't, like, grinding or making out with this guy. But, like, we were dancing together. And he he did not like that. And he threw down his drink. And he grabbed my wrist. And he said, if you don't leave with me right now, we're done. And I looked at him and I said... I guess we're done. I guess yeah. we're done. You ain't grabbing then, no Rachel Green's wrist. Oh, Fuck hell off. no. Oh, <laughs> hell, 
Hell no. So yeah. So, you know, and then of course he was like frantically calling me, you have to come to Brooklyn. And I was like, no, I don't. I don't. I, I don't. don't. Have to do shit. And then, you know, there was the, the grand apology. And I think we got back together for another like two weeks. And then I was like, this is, mm-hmm. this was done. This is done. This was done. You don't get to do this. So wow. I, I feel you. If there was a table full of toys, I would have knocked it over. So uh, <laughs> I'm there Math. with you. <laughs> Here's the thing. I think we have a lot of straight men out there that are certainly allies to feminism, for sure, for oh, sure. Yeah. But if you're not deconstructing this kind of behavior, if you're not saying to yourself, why do I think that I can control women's bodies? Mm. Why do I think that I can tell a woman where she can and cannot go? I can physically touch her and move her. I mean, we're not even like, we're not even talking yet about like, you know, assault or de- domestic abuse, but we, it's the same. It is the same trajectory of like, there is something in you that feels that you have the right to control a woman and control a woman's body. And yeah. if you haven't like deconstructed that, you haven't done the work, you know? Yeah. We talked a little bit about that this weekend, that it's, you know, some men still walk around with almost like a predatory sense about women, right? Mm. Like, I gotta, I gotta capture this tail, this piece of tail, you know, and once I capture it, it's mine, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, I'm in the process. We started talking about this, of writing a joke about it, of all the like terrible, um, you know, rapey songs that are out in the world. Oh, yeah. We thought about another one. You're 16, you're beautiful, and you're mine. Gross. Oh, no. And, you know, of course, some of the naysayers are like, oh, well, he must have been 16 when he was writing the joke. No, no. He wasn't. I don't think he was. He wasn't. Or like, Uh, oh, my God, my my Sharona. Like, you break down the... If you break down the lyrics, oh, we, we, oh, man, we made a whole list. Um, oh, no. Oh, there's Gross. song or, or even, even the, even the innocent little song by Billy Ocean. Get out of my dreams. Get into my car. Get in the backseat, baby. If you listen uh, to, <laughs> do you know this, the, do you know the song? I'm, yes. I'm sorry. I love Get that song. Get out of my Not dreams. dreams. Right. It's a fun, it's a fun loving little joint, right? It's a great little eighties run. But in the beginning, there's like a spoken word part where he's like, Hey, you get into my car. Oh Oh, no. Well, I mean, you know, I called somebody out on Facebook tonight. Mm. Girl, don't get like, don't get me started on the face space. You know, Mm. I rarely get into that shit. I was going to say. I really do. I really rarely get into it, but this person, it was really shocking. It, they're a drag queen and I know them through drag. And the criticism was of Angela Bassett's reaction to not winning that, you know, that she didn't clap and she didn't stand up and she looked upset. You know, you would think based on like the reactions of the internet that she like fucking smacked, like flipped a table. She had a natural reaction to to black women being snubbed for fucking decades. And she was disappointed. And why 
And what I said in the comment, I was like, I'm saying this with love, bro, but we need to look at why we think we can expect black women that we should expect them to have like certain reactions and to perform to make us comfortable. Yeah. Also like, you know, can we give people space for their humanity? Yes. Like, can we give her one second to have a normal human reaction to not win yeah. something that she worked hard for, you know? Yeah. Like, and not only that. Reg- and I mean, everything you're saying about, yeah. you know, women of color being snubbed for many, many years in the awards space. I mean, obviously, but like, yes. even just her as like a person just being like, yes. oh shit, I really wanted to win this thing and I didn't win it. Yeah. Sucks. Fucking sucks. Right. She's a little disappointed. You know, and then, and then, and then everything else on top of that. You and, know. you know, and they were like, that was so unprofessional. And it was like, ooh, girl, you better back that shit up. Like, really? Back I it up. Can. Like, you know. You know. Oh. Well, yeah, it's even like I, I have to stop myself, you know, uh, looking at social media, right? Someone will achieve something, right? And sometimes my gut reaction, my initial reaction will be like, ah, fuck, I tried for that thing and I didn't get it or whatever it may. Or, yeah. Oh, shit. And then I go, and then I give myself a second. Then I go, all right, good for them. Yeah, good job. But like for that, those five seconds that I give myself the space to like have an experience, like, and because everything is so live streamed and curated with the fucking Oscars. And it's also like, it's, it's the fucking Oscars. Who gives a shit? I mean, give us a break. You know, people pay thousands, millions, whoever, you know, the Academy is run also by money. Hello. Hello. And still majority white men. Well, yeah. And it's like, you know, but guess what? If you can't afford like, you know, ten, more than $10 million for your film, it's probably not going to even make a nomination. Yeah. yeah so, there's tons of great work out there that doesn't have, you know, so the budget. Yeah. You know, so it's like, and there's yeah. tons of great actors out there that are doing great work. I did. I called them out. I haven't that checked I- Facebook. <laughs> And I love this person, but it's like, come on, check yourself. And I was glad that, and then all of the comments, this is what made me comment because all of the comments were agreeing with him and they were all from other white people. And they were all from other white people. (sighs) And then the one person who was like, I really need you to like walk that back a little bit was another drag friend who was a person of color. And I was like, yep, I'm going to have to get in there, you know, like, yeah. And lovingly say, like, hey, as people who are not POC, we got to look at this. Like, why we have this expectation of Black women to perform for us to make us more comfortable. Yeah. It's like, have you deconstructed that? You know? And just to have, like, just to give a little grace. A little fucking grace. Like, there is... And there is context to it. It is different than a a white actress having that reaction. There is so much historical context to it. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know? Um, Yeah. You know what I've been doing a lot in the past year? Minding my business. I used to get – I mean, I'm glad that you said something. But I also used to spend a lot of emotional labor getting involved in situations that are none of my business. Yeah. Oh, 100%. 100%. You know, like, I I guess what I'm speaking to is the people responding to her reaction. It's like, right. Leave her alone. Stop. Yeah. Stop. Really? You know? Stop. Yeah. You know, and, well, you and know, it reminds me, not, not the same thing at all, but it reminds me of, 
you know, all the flack that like Madonna got, right, for, you know, her plastic surgery, you know, and yeah. like Lil' Kim and, and all the yeah. actresses or, you know, Rihanna not having as much choreography as they wanted because she's fucking pregnant. Like, yeah, fuck off. Oh Everyone my God. just you fuck know. off. She was like a million feet in the air singing oh my a God. myriad of hits from the last 20 years. Like how many fucking hits did she, she was have? Like, fucking floating in the air. Floating in like, the air, pregnant. Get out of here. Like, what did you do today? Fuck off. I just can't. Like, the, you know what I mean? I just get, like, people's expectations. Like, it's just yeah. like, it was well, very entertaining. It was incredibly entertaining. And she did great. Like, I agree. I you know, but it kind of reminds me of, remember that guy that I dated right before the pandemic? You know, he was an Instagram fan. Not that I am fucking oh, right, right, anywhere right, right, near right. Rihanna status, but right. I really did have the experience that once he realized I wasn't whatever that he had imagined person. about my persona, that I yeah. was an actual human with feelings. Yeah. He was he was over it. Yeah. Yeah. That's so interesting. Wow. Yeah. Well, it's been about an hour aside yeah. from the 20 minutes of Instagram live experiment. <laughs> and we tried. We tried, folks. We tried to go Instagram live while we were recording our podcast, and it kind of worked. Kind of not really. Yeah. No, look, I think the way that we could do it, if we want to try it again in the future, is somehow have like a separate tripod, maybe like across the room. I don't uh-huh. know. Or, I don't or know maybe. Either. Or maybe we do that or maybe Google we... call in number you were saying. Oh, we I could do that. We could do idea. that. To have questions that way. Um, We could do that. Or people could email them in, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. People can email questions. Um, We do have a boss bitch email. We do? We do. Because remember I started a YouTube page for a short (laughs) – for a little smidgen of time where I was like, we're going to have a YouTube channel. And then I was like, nope, we're not going to have a YouTube channel. So, okay. So Mm -hmm. maybe we'll have another post at some point. When yeah. We put out this episode that lists Your all job. the ways that people <laughs> can contact us. Can contact it, us. Yeah, it's, I do want to interact it's, with our it's, audience. It's the blood alcohol from this weekend. It's not even I'm so proud what I was just I love drinking. It. Oh my god. <laughs> but there was one other thing I was going to say about that. Yeah. Oh, and I have one other thing I wanted to people's, share. People's outrage. I don't know. I don't remember. Well, I was thinking uh, the interesting thing about a lot of these dates that I've noticed mm-hmm. is I have a problem where I ask thoughtful questions. <gasps> yeah, and then and then I get a really 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 long answer and I'm a good listener. So it just goes yeah. on and on and on and on and on. And then I and then I'll interact and then oh and I won't even realize it because I'll end up asking more questions because I'm like, oh, that, that's interesting. Tell me more. And da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. The date with the 58-year-old that I was all excited about. Yeah. I was like, oh, how'd you get into Polly? Right? Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, how'd you get into this lifestyle? And he literally gave me a 45-minute explanation. <laughs> he told me about his, his ex-wife and his ex-partner and his girlfriend and this other girl that he fucks and his kids. Uh, da, 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 da. And by the time we were done, I looked at him and I said, so, do you want to know anything about me? Good for you. And he yeah. was like, uh, uh, 
Oh. I've done that several times on dates and it's completely disarming for them. Yeah. Try it sometime. Good for you. I love that. I love that. Well, you know, I think that speaks to a couple things. So one, it speaks to narcissism, which, you know, everyone is a little narcissistic and then straight guys tend to be very, (laughs) tend to be more so. But then I think like the other, I have empathy for it, but I don't have a lot of patience for it, is that I think a lot of men don't have deep friendships. So they have, mm. they don't get to talk to anyone about mm. these things. They actually, SNL just did a really great sketch on it. Uh, Bo and Yang. <laughs> Bo, I don't know if you saw it. It was like a par- commercial parody where he was like, you know, I'm a gay man with a lot of female friends and they are dramatic and it's a lot sometimes. And he was like, if you ever just need a break, have you, stri- have you tried straight guy friend? And it was like... <laughs> And and it was just like this very, you know, surfaced relationship where you play video games together. And if anything serious came up, it was like very brief and like, you know, and so like I have a lot of, I have a lot of empathy for it. And guys, you got to start building more meaningful friendships because women cannot take on all of that emotional labor. And we want relationships that are, that are equal. That are dynamic, that are equal, that that give us the same space and emotional support that we give. We want it to be mutual, you know? And I feel like a lot of men lack that in their lives. And I I feel bad for them, but I also don't think it's our problem as women to solve. No, everybody wants to be heard and seen. And I think that is a lot more natural for women to do. And I Mm. think we're really good at providing that for each other. And that when we do provide it for men, that they're so goddamn starved that, yeah, they just can't Mm. get enough. And that's why I've had so many bad dates where at the end of the night, they're like, I had the best time. And I'm like, I did it because it wasn't a give and take kind of situation. So uh, cheers to having compassion for them, but also get it together, guys. Pick up yeah. the slack. Let's go. You know, yeah, Jane Fonda actually spoke to it. She was being interviewed for something and she was like, you know, she, she made this really interesting observation. She was like, guys will get together and watch a football game and they all sit in a row and face mm. the television and women mm-hmm. face each other. And we look in each other's eyes and we give each other space and we lean in and we listen intently to each other it's a yeah. different, you know, it's a different dynamic. And guys, guys need I, a red I tent. Wish that. Huh? <laughs> guys need a red tent. <laughs> I mean, I, I wish that for them. I, I do. Yeah. I, they just need yeah. to menstruate and gather and, uh, you know, make a cauldron. And um, yeah. yeah. Join yeah. the coven. Make your own coven. But, indeed. <laughs> indeed. <laughs> oh, Shall my we? God. Uh, we shall. Thanks for listening, okay. folks.